Hello, this is the Corporate Hustle Podcast, a place where women have a space to create money inside and out of corporate America. Passive income, multiple streams of income, all come with its individual challenges, successes, processes, strategies, procedures, and we are here to talk about it all. It is time to get to the money inside and out of corporate America, and we do that here on the Corporate Hustle Podcast. Hi, everybody. It's me, Demetria Samuels. I'm so excited to be back here with you guys in podcast land. I am thrilled to announce that I had my little girl. Um, She came a little earlier than expected, about a whole month earlier than expected. So I've been away, but I am returning as a now a mom of four. So I have three boys, one girl now. So that is always exciting, good stuff. So yeah, let's get into this episode. So this episode, we're going to be talking about decision fatigue, because I know in the middle of this quarantine, a lot of us have it. I know I do. And so we're going to discuss what it is. And you remember when I interviewed Dr. Laura about two episodes ago, if you haven't checked that episode out, episode 12, I asked her, was that a real thing? And it really is. And so I went digging into this because I feel like I'll be making decisions left and right. Okay, so... What I realized is around around eight and a half months pregnant, now having my child, now being in this quarantine thing, you have to balance work, home, a new baby, my husband, my boys, my side hustles, my clients, my sorority sisters, my friendships, my frenemies, no, I'm just kidding, my social media posts, and just all kinds of decisions you have to make, what I'm going to wear today, what I'm going to eat, um, how am I going to look controlling my emotions, and all of this becomes overwhelming, and you find yourself just shutting down and not having productive days, simply because you do not feel like making a dang on decision, like, you know, so, so I looked it up, right, so in Wikipedia, the definition of decision fatigue It says, in decision-making and psychology, decision fatigue refers to the deteriorating quality of decisions made by an individual after a long session of decision-making. It is now understood as one of the causes of irrational trade-offs in decision-making. I mean, that's why you end up eating the doggone donuts instead of the healthy stuff, because you don't feel like making a decision, and whatever's there is just there. So I'd love to know your definition of decision fatigue. Like, do you... Think about it like, hey, you only think about it when your husband says, like, what do you want for dinner? And you was like, whatever you want, because you're just tired of making decisions because you've been in corporate America making decisions. You've been in your side hustle making decisions. And now this man want to ask you what you want for dinner, right? And you're like, man, I got a thousand other things to be thinking about. Whatever you want is what I want, right? Or do you think about it as you've been at work all day and you've been in meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, and then they want you to make an important decision, Right? So you've been thinking all day and overthinking all day, and now it's time to make an important decision at the end of the day related to your team or related to your career or, you know, a project you're working on. Or even in your businesses, you've been um, doing social media posts, you've been doing your podcast, doing everything, and now it's time to do something for a client and you need to make a decision for them. So, yeah, I definitely would love to know what it is that you do in those um, instances. Do you, like, breathe, meditate, try to get somewhere, your mind back in a positive state? Because not only is decision fatigue, like, I don't feel like making a decision, but it's also 
when you do make decisions and you're having decision fatigue, it's a matter of your decisions deteriorating. So, yeah, we have to talk about that. We have to talk about why we make those unhealthy and unproductive choices, even when we know we should do better. And we think it's a lack of willpower, but it could really just be that you are discovering that you have decision fatigue. Um, Columbia University is saying it's not about willpower. It doesn't quite work that way. In fact, you may be surprised to know that small daily decisions impact your willpower you have for important decisions. And so if you weren't making all those decisions all day, what they're saying is you probably would have made the healthier or more productive decision for important things that matter. But because you were doing all those small little decisions all day long, it's why when the big decisions come up, now your brain is fried and you're not able to actually make a consistent, better choice. And we're just chopping it up saying, oh, I just don't have willpower. So, you know, I thought that was pretty, you know, interesting to know that, hey, it's not just my willpower. I mean, I was reading an article and it says that by the end, by the time you go to bed, you've made 35,000 decisions. So making decisions, even small ones, seems harmless to you, but it can wear you down over time. And every day we must decide how to spend every waking moment, what we eat, what we wear, what we work on, what we do in our spare time, and it just can deplete your energy. Decisions require time and energy, and it just can uh, deplete your actual willpower. So I think I've, you know, you know, drove that point. So... And it's not physical necessarily. You're not consciously aware that you're tired, so it's harder to detect. Um, you usually be like, man, I just have low mental energy or I just don't feel like doing it. Um, and it just becomes harder for your brain, um, and it just looks for shortcuts. Like, just take the frozen food out the refrigerator. And so you, you know, for others, it becomes really reckless decisions. Like, I'm tired of saying no to drugs. I'm just going to take it. No, that's extreme. But, I mean, essentially, it could. Um, you can just be very, very impulsive. Like, I'm just going to eat this donut in the middle of the night while I'm making a baby's bottle instead of getting the carrots out of the refrigerator because I want a little snack. <laughs> okay, so I know that's about me. But, yeah, that is because I've made so many decisions already, and I'm just waking up. And so, but in the long term, that could create a bigger problem if I'm trying to lose the post-baby weight, if I'm trying to do other things, it just, you know, creates a problem. So luckily for us, so luckily for us that there are things we can do to help this situation. And there are plenty of ways to keep this from happening. So we're going to learn how to combat decision fatigue, replenish your willpower, and boost your productivity during the decision-making um, time frame. So there's um, nine simple steps that we're going to go over to get that done because as corporate hustlers, we're building profitable incomes and we're doing it um, while we're still keeping our nine to fives. This is a critical thing that a critical mindset thing that we need. We need our energy. We need our mindset. We need our willpower so that we're healthy and we're productive and we're doing it. All right. So number one, make fewer decisions. I know you're like, da -da, make fewer decisions. But the best way to reduce decision fatigue is to reduce the number of decisions that you're actually making on any given day. So <clears throat> you need to find ways to streamline your choices, make your choices easier, um, and avoid the random decision making. So this is why you see people who meal prep. This is why you see people pick out their clothes at night. This is why you see people um, pre-plan a lot of things that so that they don't have to make it the next day live and in action. So already know what your kids are going to wear, you're going to wear, already know what you want for dinner the next day, 
already know um, what time your client calls are. Like, even so much as me saying, okay, you're going to record podcasts on Friday nights, you're going to edit on Sundays, and you're going to post them on Tuesdays. So I don't have to make a decision about that. Or the fact that I only do um, people going live in my group on Wednesdays, because now I don't have to make a decision about when you're going to go. Just go pick your Wednesday, and I'm able to just put it out there, right? You see how just making just 10 less um, decisions a day can help, right? So things just become automatic, like you're just doing it with no problems. Put your stuff on bill pay so you don't have to remember to pay the light bill, pay the cable bill, pay this bill. Those are all decisions, right? Um, put in advance and navigating where you're going to go so that in the, in the night, right? So already plug in that address if you know you're going somewhere and you don't know where it is. Put it in there so that when you get in the car the next day, you're doing it. Because I'm telling you, all those small tasks and decisions are draining you, right? And it's, you know, just, just try it out. Try it out. Number two, let's delegate some decisions, right? So the first one was is let's make less decisions. And then some of the other decisions, let's delegate them. So giving responsibility to other people to make the decisions is a, is a form of you reducing the number of decisions that are on your plate. So consider what tasks or decisions you can just delegate to your husband. Or you can ask your kid, what are we having for dinner every Tuesday? So you know that on Tuesdays, you're not the one making the decision. Or, you know, just doing little things like that can really help you. Micromanaging every little part, every little small decision in your life is driving you absolutely crazy. So let your kids decide what they're wearing on Fridays. Let your husband decide what you're eating on Sundays. Let um, just, just anything like that, anything in your home life that you can just delegate and it's not your obligation anymore will help, right? Managers do it all the dang on time to employees. They delegate things that they don't feel like thinking about. Oh, you decide what um, project you guys want to work on. Okay, I'll be right back with what else we can do to combat decision fatigue. But in the meantime, in between time, let's pay a bill real quick. I want to give a special shout out to Stash. I simply love saving money and you should too. Stash is a simple way for you to invest seamlessly as the money just takes little small amounts out of your checking or savings account or whatever you like and invest it in various things. I love to roll like Buffett. I love those delicious dividends, and you will too. Be sure to begin investing by using Stash. Go to bit.ly stash with me um, to sign up today. Okay. The next thing we can do is we can have a process for making decisions. Um, if you actually have a process, it'll make it a little less easier and it doesn't seem like such a burden to make the decisions. So if you have a process for what you do, like a matrix or how you analyze your choices or how you decide on things, it can be extremely helpful. It can make complicated decisions become um, really simple. So a decision matrix can clear up confusion and remove emotion when you're faced with multiple choices and countless variables. Um, you know, so it's not just a matter of weighing pros and cons, but it's an actual 
um, decision matrix. And I can um, put a decision matrix inside of the Corporate Hustle Facebook group. If you head over there on Facebook, just type in the Corporate Hustlers. And maybe we'll go in there and put an actual decision matrix together. But making and having a process and a system and a methodology for how you actually are making decisions can make your decision fatigue um, less toxic. And you'll come out with better decisions being made without an emotional tie to them, right? The next thing you can do is you can make big decisions in the morning. Remember, you want to make decisions before the fatigue kicks in because it's when you're at your best. So if you do it in the morning before you've made a thousand and one decisions, the decision will probably be better. So researchers have found that time of day impacts our judgment and our ability to make the best decisions. It might seem like it makes sense that morning people make their best decisions in the morning, night hours make their best decisions at night, but this is not always true, only because those night hours have made extreme decisions throughout the day. So it's not about whether you're a night person or you're a morning person. It's just that, like, let's take, for instance, a family member who is always begging you for money. If they beg you early in the morning, you're more likely to be like, look, no, ain't nobody got time for it. No, no, you're not getting any money, period. Okay, but in the evening, after you made all the decisions, you're like, listen, I'll do whatever to get this person off my phone. Here, take the money, borrow the dang on money. And it's because you've already had to make a thousand and one decisions, do a thousand and one tasks, be at your best, critical think. And now somebody's asking you for a doggone decisions at night. So for most of us, the best time of the day is the morning. It's when we make the most accurate and thoughtful decisions. Okay, by the afternoon you plateaued, and by by the evening you just ready to snap on a mofo. Okay, all right. <clears throat> the next thing is limit your options. Limit your options when decision making. Having too many choices will stress you the hell out. I mean, you'll just you're just like second guessing yourself, always going back, changing your mind, wondering was it right. Think about the purchases that you make, right? Because you said, do I want the green car, the blue car, the yellow car? You've given yourself so many choices that now you're like, man, I don't know if I chose the right one. Because you've given yourself a wide range of choices. Learn how to narrow it down and just be picking between one and two things. Stop giving yourself so many options. Do I want this business coach or that business coach? Do I want to take this course or that course or this course or that course? Just limit yourself to two things and then choose because it will make it better and you won't feel as anxious and crazy about your decisions. Okay, so next we have set deadlines to space out the decisions. Um, as you, as a project looms and you just have a complex project, Decision fatigue can often occur towards the end of a long situation, um, a complex project that you've been working on over weeks, months, years. And as the project looms, there may be many last-minute decisions to make, which you've been putting off until now. So stop making everything a last-minute dang-on decision, right? Um, This is where your choices start getting erratic and not consistent. This is when you start making snap decisions, bad choices that actually hurt your project in the long run. So the solution is to create micro deadlines that force you to act early and not keep pondering your choices. So give yourself a deadline for making that choice, even though it's something that's way in the future, right? You're setting yourself up by spacing out decisions. You can use your best judgment um, and, you're, and you're not setting yourself 
up to make critical decisions at the 11th hour. So you're moving, and I'm using real-life scenarios. You're moving. Don't pick the dog on movers 72 hours before you need to start moving. You know you need them. Do it in advance. Um, yeah, just, I mean, just, ah, just don't do it. Critical decisions do not need to be made in the 11th hour. It impacts lives. It impacts people. It impacts your money, right? So here's lucky number seven tip. Simplify your lives, especially if you find yourself constantly making poor lifestyle habit decisions, like you're skipping your workouts, you're eating the junk food, you're not um, at your best, your energy is always depleted and low, then it's time probably for you to simplify your life. Cut back on things that are just not important. Hobbies, activities, and volunteering are great and wonderful things to do. But if you reach the point where you're overwhelmed, it's time to drop off some of the excess commitments that you have in your life. I know I have to do that sometimes, especially late in my pregnancy. I was just making too many decisions and just having to do too much time, doing too much. That's where it comes from. You're doing too much. So you have to cut back. Um, Having fewer activities will lead to fewer decisions being made. And after you restore your energy and take control of the decisions that matter, and impact your life um, constantly, you can then add back in those smaller things um, to be done and as a restored. And you'll be a better volunteer, a better member of the board, or, you know, better at your hobby if you do that, right? Number eight is to stop second-guessing yourself. Stop it. Right and wrong choices exist, but everything is not a right choice and everything is not a wrong choice. Your instincts, your natural abilities are great. And stop always second-guessing them. You get trapped in that mindset that you need to be perfect, and it puts a lot of pressure on you. And you end up making wrong decisions just from the simple fact that you were having an anxiety attack about making the right decision. When the truth is, both decisions would be fine. It's just that you have to deal with it. Um, So you need to learn how to let it go and move on, right? Stop going back, pondering a choice, seeing if you like something better, seeing if the grass is greener, seeing if this is good enough. Just just stick with the option you opted for and make it great. Focus and make it great. And I say that because I know that a lot of you are pondering back and forth decisions on what business to begin to creating or what email to send out to your clients or if you should approach XYZ guy or if you should go for the promotion. And I'm telling you, stop all of that second guessing and just do, do, do it. And then focus on the decision that you made. Number nine, last but not least, develop daily routines that put less important tasks on autopilot. So whatever you can automate in your life, do so. Like I said at the beginning, I know one thing that you can automate is your bills. But establish a daily routine that minimizes and simplifies your choices by having um, things that you just on autopilot about. So you wake up in the morning. You're doing your meditation, you're doing your exercise, and then you're brushing your teeth. When you create a system and a habit and something that you're on autopilot, it will just be doing it, and you're not actually making a decision. Your body will just do it. You ever be driving home and your body just knows how to get there? You're not making a decision. Like, is this the proper right turn? Is this the proper right straight um, should I go straight? Should I go left or right? You know exactly how to get to your house. And the reason you know it is because you, you're habitually doing it all the time. So you don't have to decide. 
right? Whereas when you're going somewhere you've never been before, you're like, oh, is this the right, right turn? Is this the street sign coming up? Is this, is this, is this? So stop the is this in your life and just develop some daily routines on and then put the less things on autopilot. Like, you know, you wake up, you always have your avocado, your egg, your whatever. On Tuesdays, you always have your oatmeal or whatever. You know, just it will cause you not to debate so much. And it will lead you to just doing and establishing routines um, for yourself. So, yeah, that's pretty, you know. I mean, even um, Barack Obama talked about how he only wore a gray or blue suit while in office, so he didn't have to spend much time thinking about it. I know he has that one infamous tan suit, but for the most part, you see him in a gray or a blue suit. So he did not have to think about it because he had way more things to think about. Steve Jobs is known for his black turtlenecks and his jeans. Um, Mark Zuckerberg is known for his iconic gray, whatever that little t-shirt is he wears. Whatever your preferences is, I'm just telling you that success leaves clues and people who make powerful decisions every day put things on autopilot that are not that big of a deal so they can focus their energy, their willpower on things that are a big deal and so that their decision-making becomes way more productive, way more efficient, way more accurate, and just awesome. Okay, Corporate Hustlers, so those were the nine ways that um, you can help combat decision fatigue. So that was number one, make fewer decisions. Number two was delegate decisions. Three was have a process for making decisions. Four was make big decisions in the morning. Five was limit your options in decision making. Six was make sure you set those micro deadlines um, and space out your decisions. Seven was simplify your life. Eight was stop second guessing yourself and follow your instincts. Number nine was to develop daily habits and routines and put the less important tasks on autopilot. Um, I would love for you to come over to the Corporate Hustlers Facebook group and continue the conversation about how we're going to combat decision fatigues so that we can be better bosses and we can be better at building our income streams, income, income streams inside and outside of corporate America. This is Demetria Samuels. I have enjoyed this episode. Please leave me a review so I know how to get better, so I know what topics you want, so I know what to bring you in order to make you a better corporate hustler out here. Um, Talk to you all very soon. Thank you always for tuning in.